Jesus says, however, St. Paul is saying this. Brothers and sisters, have no anxiety at all. I mean, have no anxiety at all. Is, is that even possible? Is that possible? When you read this, you can just go, okay, just, just as soon close the Bible and never pick that bad boy up again, right? Like, what's going on? Well, what, what, is he, what is he saying here? Have no anxiety at all. I mean, we, we can feel almost humiliated if, if we're ashamed. We say, okay, well, like, I'm, I'm trying my best to be a faithful Christian. I pray every day. I come to receive the sacraments. And, and this is what you're saying? Have no anxiety at all? Come on, I've been trying. What does St. Paul really mean? And I, I, I want to read a little bit from a book here called I Believe in Love. It's, it's, it's a beautiful book that this priest Father Jean Delbay, he, it's a retreat that he gave to people about the spirituality of St. Therese, Therese's little way. And, and Therese's little way is all about one thing, total trust, total confidence, total abandonment to God. All about that one thing. So when I, when I read this, have no anxiety at all, I'm like, okay, St. Therese, I need you to help. How do, how do we speak about this? So this is what Father Del Bay says. He says, so when someone asked little Therese to summarize her childlike way, she answered this. It is to be stirred, to be disturbed by nothing. And again, I'm like, okay. St. Paul and St. Therese are the only ones that can do this, right? What's going on? But then he says, and these, this is what, if you hear nothing else today, there's a very important distinction that's going to be made. It says, naturally, this means not to be voluntarily disturbed. Not to consciously or deliberately be disturbed. Because nature always worries. We worry about everything, the threat of war, political corruption, social relations, family difficulties, children to raise, health the next day's bread, the future of our loved ones? How can we not ask at every turn, what is going to happen? How will this turn out? And Father Del Bay says this, the main thing is not to consent consciously to anxiety or a troubled mind. Again, a very important distinction. We will experience the emotion of anxiety when something happens. When our child is hurt, when we open the refrigerator in the morning and there's no milk in there, you know, like, it's, whatever it is, there will, there will be anxiety. The hurricane, like, is it going to come? Is it not going to come? This is normal. But what St. Paul and St. Therese are telling us is that we have a choice when that comes. Am I going to consciously give in to this fear and this anxiety? Am I gonna cultivate that? Or am I gonna make an act of faith in God? Am I gonna say, Lord, you are the Lord of heaven and earth. And even this crazy microphone that's making all this noise this morning, if you were here like 15 minutes before mass, it was squelching and screaming. I'm like, Jesus, come on. 
Really? And he's like, have no anxiety at all. I'm like, do you know how annoying it is to be in mass when the microphone is doing that? You know, no one's going to listen to the readings and no one's going to pay attention to anything, Lord. I have no anxiety at all. Okay, you're the Lord of the microphone. I make a willful act of faith, but I'm really worried about it emotionally. This distinction is very important. Am I giving myself over to this? Am I trusting in God? Father Del Bay continues. He says, the moment you realize that you are worrying, make very quickly an act of confidence. Say this, no, Jesus, you are there. Nothing, nothing happens. Not a hair falls from our heads without your permission. I have no right to worry. Nothing, Lord, happens without you knowing it. I have no right to worry. This is an act of the will. This is an act of the will when we say this. My emotions are saying something else. But then I say, Jesus, I trust in you. What do we have Jesus himself saying in Luke, the 11th chapter of Luke's gospel? Jesus says, ask and you shall receive, seek and you will find, knock and it will be open to you. And all of us are going, yeah, yeah, sure, Father, I've done that. Got bloody knuckles from knocking on that door, okay? And it's not opening. And I'm knocking and I'm knocking. I fell asleep at the door because I've been up for a week knocking on it. These are the words of Jesus. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. For what father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. Do we believe this? This is the thing. And again, we have to understand that faith and trust are not emotions primarily. Faith and trust are from the will, what I choose, what I choose to do, what I choose to believe where I choose to place my trust. And so, who, who are we placing our trust in? The one who says, when you ask, you will receive. When you seek, you will find. When you, will, when you knock, the door will be open. Because what father among you would give his son a scorpion when he asked for an egg? I mean, hopefully none of you would do that. How much more will the Heavenly Father, and this is key what he says, give you the Holy Spirit for those who ask? God's not going to give us always exactly what we want. Right? You've heard me say this before, but I, if that would have happened, I would have been married plenty of times. Hey, Lord, I want to marry that girl. Okay, so... And I wouldn't have received the great gift of the priesthood. 
But the Lord is going to give us the grace of the Holy Spirit. He is going to give us His very self. There is nothing greater that we can receive. There will be difficulties. There will be the feeling of anxiety in our life. But it is actually a gift for us. You're like, what what do you mean, Father? Because when we are in a situation where we realize we cannot control it, I mean, that's when we're most fearful and anxious. When I'm placed with something that I realize I cannot control, that I cannot achieve on my own, that I cannot fix, then I become anxious and worried and fearful. And you're telling me this is a gift? Yes, it is a gift. Because it puts us on our knees. It puts us in the place to recognize that I'm not God. Even though I I try to act like it a lot. If we're honest with ourselves, we do. But we're not. And then we can turn to God. So why as St. Paul says, have no anxiety, says, but in everything in prayer and petition with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. Scriptures say, our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. This is the God we serve. The God who made heaven and earth. And when we make our petitions known to Him, then there is this peace that St. Paul says that is beyond understanding. That penetrates the fear. That penetrates the anxiety. I think of St. Maximilian Kolbe. Most of us know the story of St. Maximilian Kolbe. He was a, a Franciscan priest who was captured, was in one concentration camp. They let him out. He was captured again, was put in another concentration camp. And then he, he took the place of a, of a man. They were putting 10 men into the starvation chamber. And this man cried out. He had a wife and children. And so Maximilian Kolbe stepped in his place. And it's actually miraculous that they let this man go and didn't take his life as well. I mean, it's, it's miraculous. But Maximilian Kolbe is in the starvation chamber with these nine other men. And what is he doing? He's singing hymns of praise to God. He's leading them in prayer. How many days? One day, two days, three days, four days, five days. And slowly some of the men are dying. And he's constantly praying and constantly singing hymns of praise. Now, I'm going to tell you right now. Did he experience the emotion of fear and anxiety and worry? I wasn't there. I don't know. But I will bet my life on it that he did. We have a false notion that the saints weren't human. When he was singing and praying, it was an act of the will empowered by the Holy Spirit. He had a choice with every word that came from his mouth. Am I going to give in to the fear and the anxiety? That is very real because this is day nine and I'm starving in a starvation chamber knowing I have no hope to live from this. But with every moment, with every word, he made an act of faith in God the creator of heaven and earth. Lord, you are my shepherd. There is nothing that I shall want. And even though I walk 
through the valley of the shadow of death. I shall fear no evil, for you are at my side with your rod and your staff that give me comfort. And then finally, on day 14, they give him the lethal injection. Still, what does he do when they come in? He lifts his arm up. You want to give it to me? Go for it. Again, by an act of the will, empowered by the Holy Spirit. So brothers and sisters, when St. Paul says, have no anxiety, it's a false notion to think that we will not experience the emotion of anxiety. But the key piece is, what do I do with it? If I focus on my own power and my own things, I will give in to the anxiety. And it will rule me and control me. If I place myself firmly in the hands of Jesus Christ. If I place myself firmly in the hands of Jesus Christ. Then I can say, Lord Jesus, nothing, nothing happens. Not a hair falls from my head without you knowing it. So I trust in you. Jesus himself taught us this on the cross as he's dying. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. We can only do this if we know God as a loving father. How do we know him as a loving father? Jesus says, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. And I constantly point at this cross because this is the witness. This is the truth of the very nature of God and nothing else, nothing else. The God who dies for us even as we are sinners, especially as we are sinners, he dies for us. How would we not trust that God? Even if it's day 10 in a starvation chamber, how can we not trust him? So today, I'm going to ask you to pray for me so that I not give into anxiety, that I not give into self-reliance, but that daily I surrender myself with an act of trust, not daily, but every minute of my life, I say, Jesus, I trust in you. Lord, you are my shepherd. And there is nothing that I shall lack. Nothing that I shall lack. Brothers and sisters, have no anxiety at all, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your request known to God. Then the peace of God, and the peace of God is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. It is a gift that God gives. Then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Do you see that? It is the Holy Spirit who gives us the peace of God that guards us from the attacks of the enemy saying, you should be anxious, you should be fearful, because look at the situation you are in. And he attacks us with this. Jesus on the cross, he's attacking him. You are abandoned by the Father. You are abandoned by the Father. And it is the peace of God. 
as we offer him our act of faith and trust that guards us against the attacks of the enemy. Brothers and sisters have no anxiety at all, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, make your request known to God. Then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.